0: Are very excited because we have Monica Kramer on our episode today. Uh, as you may or may not know, Monica is both a loyal friend and trusted friend, but also a member of the She Philly team. Uh, Monica has been with us literally since day one, since our business was formed. And Monica was also my first mentee. So Monica and I met back in, what was it, Mon, 2018 was when we met. 2018. And of course... Yeah, 2018. I feel like that was eons ago. Uh, no surprise. We met on Instagram, Monica. <laughs> As we all do. As we all do. <laughs> <laughs> do. And um, yeah, Monica reached out, slid in my DMs, and <laughs> we scheduled a phone call. Uh, Monica was considering getting their licensed. I immediately hopped on the phone. Uh, Mon, I feel like it was like vividly, I remember pacing back and forth at KW Philadelphia outside of conference room A when we spoke for the very first time. And I just remember the tenacity that you spoke with and the curiosity that you spoke with that just made me so interested in you and also excited for you. Um, So yeah, fast forward, Monica ended up getting their license, coming on board to KW, and Monica became my first mentee. Um, There was so much that I learned during that process. I remember when I had my mentor, I remember him saying that mentorship was a two-way street and I can't say that is the truth enough. Because Monica taught me how to be a better leader as I taught Monica what I knew about real estate, because I was in a very pivotal point of my, my business as a professional, but also as a team leader. Britt and I weren't business partners just yet. But Monica taught me how to be a better leader, how to mentor somebody. Monica's great on feedback. Monica taught me how to uh, accept feedback and also give more feedback and just be open to more dialogue and conversation. Um, so that's a relationship and an experience that I just trust and, um, cherish wholeheartedly. And I think that's like why we're all still here today, which is really pretty cool. Um, so I won't ramble too much more about that. And Britt, do you want to take it to the next? Yeah. So, um, uh, you've had like a very interesting story
1: on how you got into real estate I'd love to hear about that path for you. And then, you know, probably up until your mentoring days with Nettles. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk more about once you join the team. So, could you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, sure. So, um, it is a bit of an interesting story, I, I will say. Um, I was looking for a career change and I decided to retake my Myers Briggs personality test. Um, because I took it in like high school. And then I couldn't remember what my personality was. I was like, let's just do it. Someone told me to retake it. And they give you career options at the end. So I did the free test, like 16personalities.com. It gave me my my personality. I'm ESTJ, um, very extroverted. And at the end, they gave me a few career options. The first one was professor, check. Um so that was I was like okay great I'm in, in the right field there but I, I still wanted to change and the next thing was real estate agent and I remember laughing I was like ah, I would never do real estate I'm like what? And I just thought it was just the most absurd thing. And then I just kept thinking on it and I would decided to trust in the test and I asked a few of my closest friends and I was just like hey could you ever see me as a as a realtor like do you, do you, you see me in that way? Could I be good at this? Like, what are are your, what are your thoughts? And everyone was just like a resounding, yeah, like, duh, why have you never considered this before? Like (laughs) you're from the Philly area, you're involved in so many communities, like you're really outgoing, you're friendly, um, you know, you, you, you meet people, um, you make friends quickly. And so they were like, yeah, you should totally try it. And so I took that feedback to heart and I was like, you know what? What do I have to lose and the investment is really small um, compared to other career options and things you don't need a degree um, it's very entry-level friendly so it's a few hundred dollars to take the classes um, I took the test in maybe February of 2018 maybe March um, and I waited for my semester my teaching semester to end and the same week that it ended I started Temple Real Estate Institute Um, finished class one, then took class two and then passed the state and national exams on my first try in July. Um, and I was not a lot of people
0: do by the way. Yeah, no,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've heard. So, um, it was, I, that's a huge accomplishment in itself. Um, so it was a small investment and I, I loved it as soon as I started in class at Temple. Um, I love my professor. I love my classmates. I I was just interested in every aspect of real estate, um, especially like the the legal part, the contracts, the language, um, the history of it all. And I was like, oh yeah, this is is definitely going to be something that'll keep me on my feet. Um, If you know me, I'm a Gemini and (laughs) I need to be fulfilled in many ways in order to be happy, like truly content. And so I like to kind of be involved in a lot of different things. And I like to be always kept on my toes. Um, you know, I love novelty and real estate provides that for me. So every client, every transaction, every house is different. It literally never gets old. It's never the same. And so that is completely satisfying to me. Um, I just know that I'm in the, the right career path for me now. And I'm just grateful I took the, the dive into taking that test, Trusting my friends' feedback and just going, you know, full force in, and that's kind of how I met Brittany. One of my friends was like, "Oh, you should get in touch with Brittany Nettles. You know, she's in real estate; she's doing pretty well." And I was like, "You know, I really trust my friends." So I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna call up Brittany." And so we met up, and then I just, I, you know, wanted to surround myself with um, the best people possible—people who were serious, who were um, you know, doing, uh, my business who were able to mentor me. And I just like to learn from the best. I'm a very fast learner. And so, um, all I just needed to do was observe, learn a little bit. And I pick up really
1: fast. Um, and I, yeah. And you had mentioned, uh, looking for a career change, but you didn't really mention what that career was. Um, can you talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah. My, my teaching career.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm an adjunct professor, uh, a, a part-time lecturer at the University of Pennsylvania. I teach French uh, to undergraduate students there, uh, mostly freshmen, but, you know, the whole, you know, freshmen all the way up through senior year. And I teach elementary and intermediate French. Um, I've been at Penn for, this is, I just finished year six. So Um, it's been, uh, it's, that's what my master's degree is in French. And I lived in France for two years. Um, I have a lot of traveling under my belt in Europe and I love language. Um, and it's, it's, it's really cool because it sets me apart. Um, I've actually met clients at Penn, you know, who've worked with me that way. Um, and it's not super time consuming, you know, just teaching a class or two a semester is, a minimal time commitment but you know still helps you to pay those bills each month um so i was really grateful to still you know teach while getting my real estate license and doing that as opposed to something that's a little bit more time consuming yeah and you mentioned that
1: you were what again on the Myers Briggs E S T J. Brittany do you know what you are no <laughs> I am a ENTJ and I'm a Pisces. So highly emotional and intuitive, but um, also extrovert and very direct, as everyone who knows me in real life knows that I am. <laughs> um that's really funny. We should probably have you do a Myers Briggs. So it's we it's can... been
0: so long since oh my I've God, done. that'd
1: be a fun yeah. episode.
2: Yeah, you yeah. should do your Myers Briggs. This yeah. is why <laughs> and I we
0: work out because we're both directs and we're like, yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> and then Mon, do you want to elaborate a little bit on the mentorship that we had? Oh yeah. Um,
2: so in the beginning, um, basically I met with Brittany every Friday afternoon. Um, that was the day that worked best with my schedule. So we met up in person each week and like some weeks I would just be, you know, watching Brittany do computer work and asking a bunch of questions. Um, I was still meeting with Brittany even before I got my license, before I took the exam. So it was while I was in the classes. So anytime I had a weird question come up in the class, I'm like, Mm what about this? Does this happen every day? And it was just the most strange uh, questions. Um, Monica
0: loves questions. <laughs> You've come
1: from curiosity is clearly always. a Monica thing. <laughs> also, you, I think it's so important that you were asking questions and kind of buddied up with someone yeah. while you're in the classes, because you could really kind of dig your heels in early. And I think a lot of people wait until they're licensed to do that. But, you know, when we talk to people who are getting licensed, we always say like, start shopping brokerages, start talking to people in the industry, kind of your alliances out. So, you know, and you can hit yeah. the ground running. Right.
0: And I think naturally Monica, you, you have all of those characteristics naturally ingrained in you it's in your DNA and anybody who approaches me, they they ask me, you know, what did you do to be so successful? And I told you what I knew. You know, I was still very new to the business, you know, relatively speaking. And to take on a mentee was, you know, uncharted territory for me. So one, I appreciate you, you know, taking a risk on me. I took a risk on you. And clearly, we turned it into a very beautiful thing. Um But one of the things that I did initially was, you know, take classes prior to even getting licensed and spending time at the brokerage and shadowing folks who were there and asking questions. And you did that immediately. And I think that is like a testament of, you know, who you are, but also why you are where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically anything that you said that you were like, Oh, start now. I was
2: listening. I was just like, I'm a, even though I'm a, I'm a teacher, like a professor, I'm also a student of life. And so I'm a really good student. I like to learn. And, you know, when you have advice, when someone, you know, you're new at something, you want to, you want to hear from the best in the business right mm-hmm. and so anything that Brittany said i basically did um, <laughs> for <laughs> better or
0: for worse <laughs> um but i think the the coolest part is after our mentorship you know not everybody becomes an agent on their mentors team right but i i do believe that over time we got to know each other and more importantly got to know you know who each other were um and how we can continue to grow together and you know both of us didn't even know where the hell we were going cuz she moves Philly Featuring the Brits didn't exist. It was just me, and I didn't know what the heck I wanted. Didn't know if I wanted to have a team. I had an admin, but you know, you came into my life. Brit came into my life, and then suddenly everything aligned, and it was a, it was a very beautiful um, transition and thing to start. But you are our very first agent on our team, and you have been with us through so much growth and so many trials and tribulations. And, you know, I feel like it's made us all better, but you've been with us from the start and, you know, you've been the first agent on our team. And I think it's been awesome just to see you grow over the past two years. It's cool. Like Brittany was saying, like the growth trajectory you've been Mm -hmm.
1: on, right. It's been like, it's been like a rapid increase incline. Um, And obviously real estate just kind of ebbs and flows, but overall, if we look at your overarching, you know, I'm the numbers lady. So if we're looking at your overarching growth, it has just been up the whole way. And, you know, we're now entering our third year together, Well, we're halfway through our third year together. And um, it's awesome to see that the growth that you've had. I'm curious if you could tell us what's been the most important lesson you've taken away from all this growth in the last three years.
2: Yeah, I think um, the most important lesson I've learned um, which is, hasn't been until recently is, um, self-care. Um, as you know, as everyone in real estate knows it's a 24 seven business. And especially in this type of market where it's just crazy, competitive, busy, intense, you know, you have a quick response time, you feel that pressure, you know, everyone in your sphere is kind of feeling that pressure. Um, and so, you're only as good as you are to yourself. So you can't show up for your clients 100% if you're not 100%. Um, and so if that means you have to, you know, set some boundaries, you know, take a night off or, um, you know, turn off your phone just for an hour, you you have to set time aside for yourself. And I would say that's been the biggest lesson um, I've learned, especially within the past year. Um, so I think it's really important because I want to show up I want to be present. I want to be, you know, 100% myself for my clients to always give them my best. And, um, you know, you have to do that by taking care of yourself in that process and just um, whatever that self-care looks like to you. It's it's different for everyone. It's not always just a big vacation somewhere. It could be as simple as just, you know, tuning out, going for a walk or a hike, you know, just getting away from a screen. Uh, We've been on the screens a lot for the past year with the pandemic. And I think just, um, you know, the world has changed now, and I think the importance of self-care is is at its utmost importance right now. So I would say that's the biggest lesson for me. Um, because I just have that type of personality that's, you know, um, I can just keep working, you know, I can yeah. keep going. We and- understand that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you just have to kind of impose boundaries on yourself and tell yourself you know, when to stop. And it's been a learning process trying to, you know, learn that and teach, okay, we can stop now or, you know, pick up later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we're all teaching each other that too, you know, and giving each other permission. I think Britt and I spoke about this in another episode, Um, but giving, giving yourself and each other permission, not that we need it, but it's definitely like validating and reinforcing, you know, when we're in this like work, work, work industry. Right. And we also enter into phases of our business. Like phase one was just like head down and hustle. And like, phase two is like still head down and hustle, but with more breaks in between and like breaking it up and self-care and just recognizing your needs so that you can sustain the level of work that you have done over the years. Um, So with that said, self-care, yay. Uh, You've been crushing your goals. Can you tell us how goal setting has helped you and what is your proudest achievement to date?
2: Yeah. Um, so goal setting has helped me just by first um, reflecting internally on my goals, just thinking about it, um, then writing them down, sometimes on paper, sometimes typing them and then sharing them. Um, I share my goals with my partner. Um, I share them with you YouTube, with the team um, you know, cause you want to remain accountable for your goals too. And you share them because, you know, you want that support system to help you achieve them. And then you kind of break down, okay, here are my goals. Here's what I want to do. How am I going to get there? Um, and so that just having that, you know, a little bit of a roadmap for your goals really has helped me and has brought me to where I am today. Um, and then my proudest achievement to date, it's still the proudest thing I've ever done. And it's to, that I bought a house. Um, yes!
1: I, I, was, I was like guessing, <laughs> taking guesses as to what you would say. And I'm glad you said that one. That's a huge yeah, one, do. especially because you achieved it so early in the year, yeah. right? Like this was a goal for the whole year and you did it like in the first quarter of the year. It's its amazing. I'm so, we're so proud of you. Very yeah, proud of it's, you. Just, it's just such a, a close to heart goal for me because I never thought I'd buy a house. I
2: never mm-hmm. thought home ownership would ever be in reach for me. Um, up until a few years ago, I just planned to rent forever and, you know, just move around in different places. And it's just, you know, being in this field now, it's helped me realize, hey, this actually is doable. Um, you know, and this is, this is kind of why, this is my why, why I'm in real estate is to make the process more accessible to everyone, just to open up the the doorway, um, to home ownership, to help build generational wealth. Um, and I just never thought that it would be possible for me. And, um, even though I, you know, I grew up in a house, you know, my mom bought her house. I just didn't think it would be possible for me. And honestly, um, it's been, it's, I'm just so proud of it. And I, yeah. I still, you know, I'm so excited every day I walk into my house. I'm like,
1: I bought a house. This is mine. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That's so awesome. And we're so proud of you for that, but we're also proud of you because you're on a really important path as well within the brokerage and within the community as a whole, you've been working with the DE&I committee. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what that is and your role there and how, I mean. You can talk about it because I don't want to steal your thunder, but it's it's a huge achievement. Can you talk about it?
2: Yeah. So um, the DE&I Committee, um, which stands for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, is a newer committee at Keller Williams. Um, we were actually, Keller Williams, Philadelphia, our market center, was the very first market center in the whole company of Keller Williams to create,
1: um, this, this committee, um, you know, I, Bailey, you I have, have to, to, I want to echo that because just in case you guys don't realize how big that is, uh, KWRI is Kelly Williams Realty International. It is an international company that is the largest real estate company in the globe and KW Philadelphia with Monica's help was the 1st DNI committee in the country and in the world, which for mm-hmm. KW, which is amazing.
2: It was it was such a uh, an important time. We started in I think it was in 2019, um, I believe, and it was Jerry Wells, me, and Adam Funk, the three of us. And you know, we came up with a mission statement with all the um, the guidelines, the things that we hope to achieve. We had to get voted on by the ALC, approved by Keller Williams, so we went through the whole you know, gamut of getting approved to get this task force here. Um, And I think with um, the pandemic and um, the protests um, starting at the end of June of 2020 really helped put things on a national level that a lot of companies decided to address their policies, to um, commit themselves to be better, to having DEI committees, um, to just really look at things through a DEI lens, and. I think that just made everything take off. And we had um, a lot of people um, have been interested in attending our sessions. Um, We started off with mostly virtual things. Um, You know, we still, you know, have just done a bunch of classes on Zoom. Um, But I would say we have a pretty good turnout for folks who attend, as well as a good amount of people on the committee itself. Um, I think we're like over 10 people strong, and we meet uh, every other week and discuss stuff. So Um, This month is Pride Month, June. So um, it will also be the very first time that our office, KW Philadelphia, recognizes our LGBTQ plus agents, admins, staff, everyone at the market center. Um, you know, which seems like a simple thing, but it, it's never actually been mentioned or honored um, at a team meeting or said out loud. And so just by compiling a list of names of people who are in the the rainbow community, um, I think is really important. Um, and it's it's nice that we're seeing these changes. And I'm hoping that they'll stay permanent and just become a regular thing. Um, so that's, I'm really proud and happy to be on the DEI task force as the chair. Um, we had a class just two weeks ago that Brittany attended and it went super well over 30, um, screens logged on and it was really how to be a better real estate communicator with your clients. Um, you know, how to ask for someone's pronouns, um, you know, how to help communicate, with your clients, you know, not making assumptions on anyone's gender or, or backgrounds, um, and it went so well. Everyone, you know, was just so grateful, and so um, yeah, I'm just the class went really well, and really, we just want to create a, a comfortable environment where anyone can come to us with any questions. Um, you know, coming from a place of curiosity isn't going to be offensive, um, and these conversations just need to happen and take place for everyone to kind of be on the same page and we're all interconnected. And once we're all on the same page and team, I think it'll really help us be stronger
1: together. Yeah. I mean, we're always learning from you Monica and just from the work that you're doing. And Mm -hmm. I know it's a, it's a, it's a big burden to carry to try to educate so many people mm-hmm. all the time. Um, but a nice passive way that you can learn from Monica is following them on Instagram. They share so many wonderful resources and their stories specifically on how to approach a lot of these topics, where to begin and what resources to look for. So you can do the work too, and not just rely on Monica's education. So um, check Monica out at Monica moves Philly on Instagram.
0: <laughs> a <plug> for you. <laughs> yeah. Mon, the work that you're doing is mon- monumental and it's so cool to watch, get involved in and just continue to support you along the way. So, and it's really awesome that like real estate, your vehicle, right? Like this community is allowing you to like show up as yourself every single day and just become a pillar in the community, you Mm. know? Um, So with that said, it is Pride Month and I think it's awesome that you're here, you know, doing this episode with us during Pride Month and your niche has been supporting the queer, queer community. Can you speak as to why that is so important to you?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, So this is really the reason why I love real estate, why I got involved um, is because I want to make the process accessible to everyone, not just accessible, meaning provide information, educate Mm -hmm. folks about the possibilities of homeownership, um, going down that road and doing so through a DEI lens because even though we have you know the Fair Housing Act and a lot of protected classes in reality we all know that not everyone has equal access to housing that is Mm -hmm. the reality we all face on on a national level you know we've seen recently in the news you know states all over the country but most recently Indiana a few weeks ago where black homeowners will step out of their house and they'll have their white friends come in for an appraisal and their their home will appraise for a higher amount. Um, Things like this that still affect our industry because housing and DEI and um, any marginalized group, they all intersect. And it's just so important to me um, to one, take up space in this industry, two, to educate people, to, to speak out about these things, to try to correct them. And three, I know that by being out in this industry as a queer, non-binary realtor from Philly, I know that all my clients will have a safe and inclusive experience with me. There's never going to be any question or judgment about family structure, gender, sexual orientation, you know, anything like that. Um, I've also, like specifically with the queer community too, um, I've had clients who will remain anonymous? Who specifically said, Hey, here are my pronouns, here's my name, you know, here's how I identify, but please don't share this with so and so. I don't want any discrimination. I've had issues in the past with such and such landlord. And, um, you know, there, there's a difference between legal sex and then identity that you go by in person. Um, and so these are things that I, you know, Respect and I understand. There's no questions. I just get it from from the get go, um, and so I think having that safety, that comfort aspect where they can share anything with me really goes a long way. Because truly, when you're buying a house or selling a house, it's still the biggest financial transaction of your life, most likely. And um, you know, money's on the line. There's a lot on the line, and. People want to make sure they feel comfortable that they they can trust you that you have their best interests at heart. Um, so that's kind of why I, I do what I do and why it's it's so important, um, especially with Gen Z coming up. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of of woke young 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 adults coming up and they're interested in home and they want they want someone who knows what's going on in the world. Um, and I think that I read somewhere that the majority of, of real estate agents are in like the baby boomer age and older. And so I think that we're going to see a shift in real estate agents and their clients and Gen Z and and younger millennials coming up and ready to buy houses and sell houses. Um, so language, gender, just being in the know about all these things are so important. And this is why, the DEI committee had this class is so that you can help impress or sway your clients because people want to work with who they're comfortable with. Um, And so that's kind
1: of been why I'm here. Yeah. That class, do you have another one coming up?
2: We don't have one on the books just yet, but it Mm -hmm. went really well. And I think that our office wants us to host another one. Um, It was recorded, but we are not sharing that recording with everyone because we ask people to show up with their, most vulnerable questions to ask sure. us. So we want to retain that level of comfort and trust.
0: Um, but we'll be planning one for sure, probably in the next month or two. And, awesome. and we'll definitely share it um, publicly with, you know anyone who may want to join, and I think just to piggyback off the stories that you were just sharing and your 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 wise um, one book that we all collectively read last year was the Color of Law. So I think it's worth shouting that out um, for anyone who is a realtor or not just wants to learn about the history of um, fair housing, fair and- housing racism, and the ever the systemic problems ongoing um both historically and currently and you know how to better show up for for others in your community definitely give that that book a read it has transformed my outlook on this this industry and educated me in ways that you know i definitely needed and wanted um yeah and um you know we just want to say thank you again for
1: joining us today monica um Since you've achieved your biggest goal this year already, and it's, we're only halfway through, have you set something else that we can put out into the universe and help you manifest? Um, Yeah. So every year,
2: you know, realtors come up with their goals, their financial goals. And for me, it is to reach 10 million in sales volume. Um, I'm, I'm headed in that direction, not quite there. So I'm really, what are you at now? Um on, it's only shy
1: June. Eight. We're just shy of, just shy of eight. eight, Monica. It's June. You're gonna exceed <laughs> 10. <laughs> All right, everyone. We need you to help Monica hit their $10 million sales goal this year. So if you're looking to buy or sell or you know someone that is, reach out to us. We will connect you to Monica and we you got will be you. in wonderful hands. So we're gonna help you hit that goal this year. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I feel like we're on like so a
1: addictive. telethon right now. <laughs> 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 Dial yeah. in now. Call now. <laughs>
0: Make your pledge today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we let you go, we want to share ahas uh, to our listeners. This can be something you've learned, something you've read, a new interest, um, anything really. What do you want to share?
2: Um, let's see. Um, I would just say, like, for me recently, the my aha moment has been um, the word grace. I usually choose a word for the year every year in January. And my word for the year is grace. And what that means to me is um, going easier on myself. Um, you know, if I need a break, if if I make a mistake, um, you know, the amount of stress we've all been under in the past year with the pandemic and so many other issues, both on the personal level, on a global level, everything, all of the stress, the election, um, there was just so many events packed into one year. And I think we're going to see a lot of that, you know, residual stress, grief, anxiety coming through now and slowly start to lift. Um, and so just as a reminder, really to myself and to others who are listening to give yourself that grace whenever you need it, to listen to your body, to listen to your gut. Um, and that it's it's all going to be OK. And if you, you know, you just have to listen to yourself and um Be easier on yourself, so that's really mm-hmm. my my own advice to myself is giving myself more grace because sometimes we're our own worst critics, and I know that's true oh, about yeah. me um so I would say my aha is just learning continuing reminding uh, reminding myself to give myself grace
1: yeah I love that i would um I would add to that not that you need more ahas but just to extend that grace to others too, right? Because we're all going through it. Everyone's going through it on their own way. And they might not outwardly be showing it, but everyone's definitely feeling it. Yeah. Um, my aha for this episode uh is looking for opportunities to be an ally. Um Monica, since you're on, this is like we had an something come up within the brokerage. And um I took the opportunity to just jump in and say this isn't okay and you really need to, you know, ask questions and and Go to the source and figure it out before and you just don't assume. assume yeah. Right. So um allyship is important, but the only way you can really show up as an ally is to actually seek opportunities and and step up when
0: when you see something happening and say something. So that was mine. And mine is, and I think it's super relevant because we're all here. Just be open to conversations. You know, I had an open conversation with Monica. And, you know, we're here now and you're one of the best people in my life. And Brit and I met at a coffee shop first, also on Instagram running joke, um, But just be open to conversation because you never know who's going to come into your life. You never know who's going to influence you or give you one of the biggest opportunities of your life, right? And I think that's so special. So just continue to be open and support people where you can and, you know, engage with people where you can and you just never know where those paths are going to lead. Yeah. Um, So Monica, we just wanted to say thank you again. This has just
1: been such a wonderful episode. You know, we love you so much and we couldn't think of a better way to like continue this story of She Moves Philly and how we came to be without you. It doesn't exist, right? So thank you again. And to all of our listeners, tune in to our next episode. We'll be chatting about navigating business and friendship. Um, And Brittany and I would really love to answer any specific questions you may have because we're an open book and, you know, we have a lot we can talk about, but A lot of people have questions, so we'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, we want to know what you want to hear. Uh, So email us, team at shemovesphilly, or drop us a DM on Instagram if you know where to find us. Thanks so much, and have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for having me.